Hey y'all, so I am calling today Stand Up, and I think I'm going to go ahead and cap off restructuring physically with this one. Again, restructuring all parts of ourselves I feel like is something we can come back to over and over again, and we probably will, but for now, I just wanted to touch base on a little bit of everything. That way, if you're recovering, you're in this, I don't know, what is it called, like stabilization stage where you've just gotten out of this life-threatening experience or you're in it and you just need to be stabilized. I feel like there's a lot of ground to cover for that. And so I've been trying to do a pretty expansive version of that. And then hopefully later on, we can just keep going into more detail and keep building ourselves up. And so this one is kind of loosely based off of this uh, Bible verse that when it, it said, when you have done all to stand, stand. And it sounds kind of boring and it's following a bunch of verses that talk about like battle and armor. But here's one thing that I think we can all relate to about abuse is that one of its ultimate purposes is to wear you down. You know, at first you might be standing up for yourself a lot. You might be rejecting a lot of the lies that are being spoken to you. You might be pretty conscious of the fact that you don't deserve to be treated the way that you're being treated. But over time, your abuser's plan of action and strategy is to wear you down until you no longer fight against the abuse. And you take it and you take it and you take it and your soul dies a little more every day and your physical body starts to break down. And some of you know, like you know what it's like to flinch internally, whether it's from a physical hit that you're afraid might come or an emotional barb that you know is guaranteed to follow. For me, it was grocery shopping. Honestly, guys, there were a million and one ways that my spouse was abusive, but grocery shopping was the worst. I had legit PTSD after I left him with grocery shopping. And it's nuts, right? He like never hit me. It's not nuts. It's completely normal in an abusive relationship. And he would yell at me every time I got back from the grocery store. And do you know how hard I freaking tried to just budget and abide by a budget? But by the end there, we had three kids and I'm going to the grocery store trying to get what we need. And guess what? That usually means Walmart. That usually means you're getting more than one thing because you also need diapers and you need wipes and you have to get clothes for the kids. And every time I walked away from the store, I got yelled at. And do you know what's really, 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 really sad is all I wanted to hear was you did a great job. I'm so excited that you've been doing so good and that you work so hard. Um, it sucked hard and I would go to the grocery store and I would look at something that I know was either beyond the budget that he told me I could have, which was an impossible budget, right? Because that's part of those impossible goalposts. And I would just want to sit there and cry. And even if I had my kids with me, sometimes I would freeze. I would freeze mentally in this moment. I would be stuck in this loop of, I really want to buy this, but if I buy this, he's going to be so mad at me and is going to yell at me. So you think, well, then don't get it. But when you're working on an impossible budget, that means that things that you need all the time, you can't have. Do you know, I was just thinking this year that I could use my debit card without worrying about whether or not I have the money in the account, because like, I generally know how much I have in my account and I have a little bit extra, not a ton extra, not a lot extra. Hello, single mom going back to school. Um, but enough that I could go to the store and buy what I need and not have to worry about whether or not I'm going to get yelled at or go in the negative because my spouse only allows me to have a certain amount of money every month and hides the rest in other bank accounts I don't know about. I started to stoop my posture. I started to feel afraid. I started to back down where I used to stand up because I was so freaking tired. 
I was so tired of going to the grocery store and being yelled at every time. I was so tired of getting stuck in my head, worried about what he would say. I was so sick of it all. But it was my relationship, and all I kept hearing was how much I needed to work harder, submit more, work harder to make him like me and accept me, and it was wrong. And my whole body would break down and I had tendonitis off and on for two years and I was exhausted and I never felt like I had enough sleep. I would wake up in the morning and that feeling that you have um, where you just wake up and you're not quite awake for the day, but then after a while you start to wake up and actually feel like you have energy and you get moving with the day, you fall into the rhythm. I would never reach that point. I would wake up and go to bed feeling like that the entire day, like I never woke up. Like I was still stuck in that first 10 minutes of I'm not awake, I have no energy. I am exhausted. And that's what abuse does. It wears you down so hard in your soul. It wears you down physically. It injures your body until you have nothing left. No energy. No guts to stand up for yourself. No fire. No spontaneity. No spunk. Just nothing. And you feel like this great ball of nothingness floating on the wind and you feel like you have nothing to anchor you to the ground except for the negative words of your abusive partner. And I hate that. And I hate that it happened to me and I hate that it's happening to you and I hate that so many people suffer from it. We haven't gotten better with all of our technology and knowledge and wisdom and mental health to actually prevent it. And someday that's what I'm going to do. That's what I would tell myself when it got hard this last year, when I wanted to give up, when I was overwhelmed, when everything was too much. But I didn't give up because I know what happens if I do. I know what happens if I lay down and just take it because it's easier. I don't want you to live like that anymore. I refuse to live like that anymore. I don't want you to have to live that way anymore. And so physically, you're going to have to stand up. Sometimes that means you're doing something, whether it's taking a walk, whether it's just unstooping your shoulders, whether it's making more eye contact, maybe not with your abuser if that sets them off, but with other people. Raise your eyes up. Let yourself look someone else in the face. Don't be ashamed. It's not your fault. What is happening to you has not ever been and never will be your fault. Abusers abuse because they choose to, not because of anything you said or done. And I want you to stand up. And sometimes that's all you can do. I don't think people understand if they haven't been in an abusive relationship, just how worn down you become. That just standing itself is a great act of will and courage. And you have to banish your fear just to do it in the first place. And it's so incredibly brave of you. And that's what I want. I want you to find little ways to stand up, to rebuild your body, to rebuild your strength, to take back your life. And I want you to be conscious. You know what sets your abuser off if you're still with them. Okay. And if you're not with them, then you know the ways that you have little bits of PTSD. Like I had to start wearing headphones in the grocery store. You know, I didn't even want to go and I used to dread it and I used to hate it and I would freeze in the store and I found out that if I play music that I like, I even let myself sing out loud a little bit in the aisles. It might creep people out, but I don't get stuck in my head anymore. And uh, sometimes I shimmy my hips a little bit while I push my shopping cart like a real cool kid. Okay? And it makes me happy. 
And I have developed new ways of approaching myself physically that help to erase those deeply dug rivets of the past. I am done being someone's verbal punching bag and so are you. So you have to find ways to stand up and yeah, you're gonna do that emotionally, you're gonna do that with your self-esteem, but you have to do it physically. I don't know if you realize, but many times your body is a reflection of what is going on on the inside. Now, some people are great at covering up and fake it and fake it till you make it like tons of like plastic surgery and makeup. I get it. I get it. Okay. But honestly, you know, your body better than anyone else. How does it feel? What does it need? How has your abuse broken you down and where do you need to start taking back ground so that you feel like yourself again? What do you need physically to be you again? To embrace yourself. I would have given anything for like some kickboxing classes or some anything. Like any type of fighting class, but my tendons were too tender. So I had to take up yoga, deep breath, smile. And I say it sarcastically because honestly it was salty. It was so salty I had to do yoga and I couldn't just punch a punching bag. But legit guys, okay, full confession. When I was on the treadmill and I wanted to do like some punch moves while I was walking and it was great. It was great. And it felt so good until the next day. And, uh, the tendons in my elbow and the inside of my arm and a little bit, my wrists were so sore. And I knew it, those quick jerky motions, just because I had tendonitis for so long, my body hadn't healed. were just insane for me. Okay. So my heart wanted kickboxing. Okay. Or any kind of boxing, any type of like physical, anger release. Okay. And instead I had to work on rebuilding my body through yoga and gentle stretching and breathing and mindfulness, which honestly was so good for me. I literally would recommend yoga to almost anybody just for the sense that you focus on your body and how you're feeling and what you need and how to stabilize yourself and balance yourself. And that Oh my gosh, like that correlates into so many areas of life. I could go on and on, but I'm not going to because obviously we're trying to do this in a good amount of time. But I had to work physically and sometimes it was a gentle yoga stretch. Sometimes it was unhunching my shoulders. Sometimes it was making eye contact. Sometimes it was dancing and singing a little in the store. Like what do you need to stand up for yourself? You're still in the abusive relationship. What do you need to do it safely? I want you to start finding ways to reclaim your life and your physicality and enjoy the strength that you have and let go of the idea that you're weak just because you were unfortunate enough to end up with someone who took full advantage of the love that you gave them and instead chose to abuse you does not mean that you are in any way weak, malformed, malfunctioning, or not enough. It literally just means you got a dud. Okay, you went to the factory, you looked for the things everyone else told you to look for, you thought you were doing good, but you walked out with a dud. Okay? It's not your fault. And you can't stay in that moment of brokenness of wondering what you did wrong or what you could have done better or how you could have prevented it because you're here now. And this is your moment to stand up. Even if it's a small action, some small way that you reassert yourself, exhibit some of your better qualities, go ahead and let your strength show and shine. This moment is for you. This is a moment for you to take your life back, take your body back and to stand up for what you need.
and I am proud of you and I am rooting for you and I hope that you do amazing things. I hope that you survive this and come out the other side stronger, clear-headed, more sure of yourself than you have ever been, but that starts by standing up. Whether you're looking at changing your posture to reflect the fact that you're standing up for yourself, doing some type of exercise that reminds you that you are not this weak, broken person that your partner says you are, but instead you are so incredibly strong, then do that. If your body is just so bone deep weary that you feel like you can't move, then get your rest and then stand up. This is all culminating to a point where you finally get to stand up for yourself, stand strong, decide what you want out of your life and take it. You're not weak anymore. You're not afraid anymore. You are so much stronger than you think you are. Do you know I used to feel like that's what God was saying to me in some of my weakest, most whiniest moments? I used to feel... I felt like he was telling me, you're stronger than you think you are. And I thought, ha, 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 ha. You see?